Do you want an amazing marriage? Are you ready to take your marriage to the next level? Then stick around for your Marriage Matters podcast with Marriage Coach Lynn. Let's put some fun and sizzle into your relationship. Before we begin tonight's show, I'd like you to think about this phrase, divorce is not an option. What if you imprinted this sentence on your brain, divorce is not an option? Would you approach your marriage differently? Would you seek more happiness, better ways of communicating, or would you feel stuck and imprisoned in a bad relationship? If divorce is not an option, will you do everything you can to resolve conflict and to deal with the irritations you feel about your spouse? I can almost guarantee that when two people live together, there will be irritations. If a couple tells you that they have no irritations or arguments, there are four possible explanations. One, they're lying. Two, they're not openly expressing themselves with each other. Three, they're not aware. Or four, they accept the irritations to the point that they aren't bothered and over time they don't really notice. Tonight we want to talk about how to deal with the things that annoy you. Do women complain more than men? Do men keep too quiet? If you can truly and honestly let a minor or former irritation go, then it's not an issue. If you have even a little energy about it, you need to do something. Come to terms with it or bring it out in the open. Don't let a wall of resentment grow. It will rob you of the intimacy and closeness you crave. What irritates you about your spouse? It's the little things that can make your marriage strong and it's the little things that can chip away actually bringing down a marriage. How do you handle the irritations and annoyances in your marriage? And are the irritations really little things? We'll talk about strategies for dealing with what annoys you. Take a look at my website, marriagecoachlynn.com, and look at the conflict resolution guidelines in the resources section. Knowing how to navigate through disagreements is important. Also, please listen to my podcast series on communication, episodes 43 to 46. Let's take some time today identifying our irritations. Then let's look where they originate. What is the source of these irritations? It's important to know where they're coming from. Here's something to think about. What bothered you when you first got married and no longer bothers you. Why did this change? What did you do? We're going to dissect irritations and how you can manage them. The first point we need to make is that irritations come in many forms and intensities. Irritations have to do with your expectations. I would like you to take a sheet of paper and write down words that come to mind to describe irritations and list your feelings about irritations too. For example, my list might include irritation, annoyed, angry, nuisance, bothersome, frustrating, repeat, under my skin, jealousy. That should be the easy part. The next part is to write a heading that says, what is causing irritation? Take time to think about this throughout the day and write down a few notes. Indicate things that are happening outside the house, inside the house. In other words, what is happening out in the world, in your environment, 
and what is happening within your marriage relationship as possible causes. Looking inside the house also pertains to what is going on inside you, your feelings, your challenges, disappointments, struggles. The next thing to do is to identify the irritations. Make a list of what irritates you about your spouse or maybe focus on one. Then we're going to work on finding a home where it originates. Here's one that bothers me. My husband often reads while eating. Next, let's find out where this originates. So I have to examine what's going on within me and look at his behavior. Well, my husband likes to read. That's good. When he sits alone, he chooses to have reading material. That's fine. But when I'm seated across from him, I consider this behavior to be antisocial. I wish he would set aside reading material or cell phone or device at the table. But wait, something I failed to notice is that he's sitting alone and then I join him when he might not expect it. Let's say for breakfast or lunch. Aha, he was minding his own business and then I come along and place expectations and demands on him. Is that fair? Am I interrupting him? Does he give me undivided attention when I want to talk with him at other times? It's interesting to note that the source of my irritation isn't exactly with his behavior. It begins with what I want in the moment. When we break our irritations down, we might find it easier to deal with them because we're looking at the dynamic that includes how they are affecting us. Irritations are not simply something your partner does that annoys you. It has a greater context. I found that what was once irritating can now be looked at from a different perspective and I can adjust my attitude and the effect it has on me based on the reason or origin of the irritation. There's a good book by Dr. Gary Chapman titled, Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. This is good for newlyweds and even for those who've been married for many years. The first few chapters share personal stories and it puts into perspective what to do about irritations. We need to be careful about holding irritations against our spouse or building a case for someday creating a list of excuses as to why you are incompatible. Let's do a brief review. You're going to write down some words that describe irritation. Think about what might be causing irritation in your life, both outside and inside. For example, Maybe you have a difficult boss, a meddling mother-in-law, or financial problems. Those would be outside irritations or pressures. Sometimes this adds stress and is background noise that can be lumped in with what you think is bothering you about your partner. Inside irritations could be that you lack confidence or assertiveness to confront your boss. You could be struggling with an illness you could be upset that your partner doesn't pay attention to your needs. When you make these lists, you'll see that there's often more to simply pinpointing an irritation you experience with your partner. The next step is to identify a specific irritation and find out where it originates. I've seen a lot of couples give up and unhappily accept irritations about their spouse. I'd rather see people happily deal with irritations, not just resign themselves in a negative way. Here's another idea in getting a handle on irritations 
so that they don't fester away at your marriage during the middle years. Every six months or once a year, ask this question and discuss with your partner. At this stage, what does my marriage consist of? When you answer this question, you'll see if any complaining, contempt, or resentment is building up. You'll see if you are dissatisfied with yourself or your marriage. This is a great way to address issues before they sneak up on you and then feel uncontrollable. What irritates you about your life with your spouse? That's another good question to ask. Many people won't want to ask these questions because it might be scary for the, to then figure out how you're going to make changes. Please don't avoid the questions and the work it takes to transform your marriage. Those who avoid or are unable to transform their marriage end up divorcing or living in an unhappy relationship. You don't have to do all this work on your own either. There's coaching and counseling for you to take advantage of. In dealing with irritations, we need to find the stillness inside of ourselves. If you don't get to the origin of the irritation, you might one day explode. This isn't fair to your partner or to you. Another idea for you, you could discuss one irritation each week. Each spouse can take turns. Let us end today's episode with the serenity prayer given to us by Reinhold Niebuhr in 1950. God, give me the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed, courage to change the things which should be changed, and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking, as Jesus did, this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will, so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Most of us know the short version adopted by 12-step groups, which goes like this. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thanks for joining me today. I hope I've given you some ideas on how to deal with irritations so that you can make your marriage great.